you are looking at a baffle champion. Check this out. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give the ball to this scumbag over here. He's going to get tackled by the Browns, and I'm going to win. Worst case scenario, he runs for three or four yards, gets a first down, goes down on a knee because that's the right football play to make, and it's his quarterback's final game at home before he retires, and he wants to let him take the kneel down so he gets the ball for the last time. No. No. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, I'm going to bed. Good night, loser. Bitch, I did it. I made it. I'm loved and I'm hated. I started from the bottom. Now my neighborhood All right, what's up on Baffled Clan? We've got Manager Adib back with us this week as we announce the new Chomps owner and Baffled Champion. So let's get right down to business with the recaps. Devin, kick us off. Ladies and gentlemen, it happened. You know, as little boys and little girls, we used to listen to stories from our parents about if you really want something, if you put your head down and work your arses off, if you truly believe in yourself, that good things will come. And all that blood, sweat, and tears manifested into one of the greatest accomplishments a middle-aged suburban man could have ever dreamt of. Some would say this was fate, even that this was a team of destiny blessed by the angel Gabriel and put on this earth to play fantasy football. Throughout the course of the year, he was a hunter, bold in his strategy, Allen for the chance to win. Sure, the losses irked, but he brushed off the dirt, wiped off the blood, and tuckered down, kept driving forward to reach his goal. And praise be upon him. With 31 points from the Egyptian god of fantasy points, Amin Ra St. Brown, he seized his destiny. He claimed his title, the true champion of goldfish and the winner of our dearest chomps. In what was a back-and-forth affair that had all managers feverishly checking the individual team scores of Gorilla, 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 then the Wolves, <laughs> back to Gorilla, 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 back to see how many points Hunter Renfrew could have gotten if he wasn't an idiot and started him, back to Gorillas. It was a wild ride all Sunday long. But in the end, he could not escape what he's tried to elude for many, many years. The most beautiful, the most glorious damn goldfish we've ever laid eyes on, Chomps. And for the final week, we opened up our faithful Yahoo Fantasy Sports app to see Pearson right where he belongs. 14th place. But now with a lifelong friend, nay, partner in tow. Wolves, 134. Goldfishes, 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 108. <laughs> wow. Excellent. Uh, that was excellent recap. Fuck. We head to Aquarium Avenue where the championship bout came down to the last play of Big Ben's Blowy. Much to uh, Commissioner Beijing's delight, Michael Carter took a visit to the medical tent as Devin opened his fridge searching for more bacon to fry the hogs. <laughs> Heading into the 4 p.m. window, he started up the frying pan as Dak Prescott and Austin Eckler closed the gap. But the hog said, you know a fant do that, as the tight end <laughs> gave the life to the piggies with an 18-point performance. In the fourth quarter, it was Nicholas fucking Chubb and Vagine Harris needing to outscore Donkey Johnson by 14 points. Ultimately, it was the most selfish play in football that only a Steeler would do. That saved the Carps from choking like the broadcast did on Ben's schlong. <laughs> Carps 115, Hogs 107. <laughs> so there you, there you have it, folks. So 
you know, before I toss it over to Adib, who's going to, uh, you know, serve again as our neutral party on the podcast as we recap our championship matchup, I do want to first congratulate the Magikarps and Devin. Congratulations, dude, on your championship. Congratulations, buddy. Yeah. Well-deserved. The best team this year won. So all is right in the world. Um, I don't really mean that, but... <laughs> the best the best team the best team won. So congrats, dude. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's very honorable of you. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're still a fuck for having Najee Harris, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Can Adib, I take over, my please? First, yeah, my first question really is who's to blame for this loss in your mind? Is it T Higgins with only his seven points after he had two monster weeks? Is it Stefan Diggs, the guy I said early in the year would finish as receiver one that I got for a fourth round pick and just failed to deliver when it mattered? Is it Michael Carter for going to that into mm-hmm. that blue tent and coming out, out of the game? Or is it yourself for not starting Patterson? So for you, who's to blame for this loss? Uh, well, I think you kind of went through them all quite, <laughs> quite well. <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard to sort of say. I think, you know what? I think at the end of the day, it's hard for me to complain here. Like, I got to the finals seven and seven. I think on our first episode this year, I said it was going to be a massive grind. I made some trades. Uh, obviously, acquiring Mahomes helped. Diggs helped get me here. Um, Sony Michelle helped get me here. <laughs> but how do you complain when, like, Noah Fant puts up 18 points? Like, I know Carter went down and I was bitching and whining about it, but, and you're right. Like, my receivers kind of left me out to dry. But how do you complain when Noah Fant puts up 18 points? Um, Dufresne had a zero from his tight end. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb put up under six points. Like, when, like, Tampa, like, the Jets, the Jets, like, Tampa Bay defense put up three points against the Jets. Like, there's really, for me to, like, the win was there for me to take, and I just couldn't do it. Why I didn't Why I didn't win, I really can't tell you. But all those reasons you just mentioned are all contributors. <laughs> you know, <laughs> really. one, one name I was going to mention and I forgot was, is Darren Waller to blame? But now that I think about it, no, he's not. Because without no. him... Going down, you don't have that 18 points from Noah Fant sitting there. So exactly. Really, Darren Waller was a hero for you. Exactly, and that's that's kind of the point I was getting at. It's like, yeah, I got a bunch of duds from my wide receivers, kind of, and they're like half duds, I guess. They put up the yardage, they just didn't get the touchdowns, uh, except for Deontay Johnson, who had like 15 targets for 31 yards. Which is <laughs> like insane. Um yeah. But I think yeah, yeah like like how do you com- how do you thirty one yards <laughs> how do you complain when Noah Fant puts up nineteen points for you? It's like you know, kind of made up for some of those duds, right? It it was such a a roller coaster because like I dropped Fant one because the last couple of weeks prior to this, like he had done absolutely nothing. Like after mm-hmm. his bye week, um, he barely put up in six games. He barely put up like twenty points combined. Yeah, so it was like. I don't really need him, and I'm really all in on this Cleveland Browns on my bench joke. Mm-hmm. So, but I thought it was safe. It never crossed my mind that you would pivot from Moreau, who had one catch for nine yards, into <laughs> into fans. I'd be like, maybe he'll switch to a, a tight end, fine. 
but it's like it's not gonna be fant and and sure enough yeah a zero from Knox, who i think finishes even with the zero as and missing two games with a broken hand is tight in seven and he gets nothing against atlanta yeah against atlanta as they put up 29 points yep mm-hmm but anyway, I mean, yeah, I can't really lament on on Knox considering how that game ended, but yeah, and I yeah, I think you my obviously my thought was Noah Fant's a better tight end than Foster Moreau for one. I think mm-hmm. all the stars were aligning for me too. I was like, I am the team of destiny. Like this is it. I am the yeah. team. Of, like everything was lining up. Mahomes started playing better. Um, Diggs started like turning his season around once I traded for him. Sony Michelle turned out to be a stud for like four or five weeks that I had him playing. And then Noah Fant, as we're heading into the weekend, all the COVID stuff starts coming up for the Broncos. And mm-hmm. I think I think Sutton played. Yes. But the rest of their wide receivers were gone. Well so- and the, <laughs> and then you pivot you pivot away from the Rams defense to Green Bay as Cousins hits COVID too. And I was like, oh man. Like, yeah, that he's one gonna too. beat me with 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 Phantom Green Bay, who I just dropped. And I was like, this is a sick joke. Yeah. And I think, yeah, and Green Bay, too, they had that. Uh, I think they were sitting around nine or 10 points until like late in the game. And they had yeah. that like immaculate reception off like the guy's head and then mm-hmm. almost hit the ground. The center <laughs> caught oh, it yeah, for the longest reception the of the game down. for Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What's the next play was a touchdown? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it was a man it was a ride i'm so glad it was close like i was saying that to you all week when we were texting back and forth like i just hope it's close i hope it's close i hope it's close i got my wish and (laughs) but be careful what you wish for because that was fucking depressing to lose like that that was definitely depressing on that side let's flip to the other side Devin. so there was what 12 seconds left in that game and you know i was updating we knew it was hey they're Pittsburgh just got the ball off that punt or whatever off the, off the pick, mm-hmm. and all they get, all they're gonna do they're gonna run it four times and attempt to get a first down. First one goes for three yards. You're down to two point three back. Next one goes for two yards. You're down to two point one back. And so we're going into third down. All that needs to happen is that stop. Had you given up at this point? Yeah, hundred percent. I messaged every I like I was talking I think it was me and Cos were going back and forth on the chat and he was like well, I'm just here for the finals like it's a nail biter and I was like man it's over like the most he's gonna get is the three yards or whatever he needs for the first down and then they're gonna kneel yeah and and then he that hole just and so so him. that actually after the second down play and you're sitting back I remember 2.13 points behind Corey and I was literally about to type into my phone. Wouldn't it be funny if Najee Harris got a, got a hole that he's about to break one, goes 15 yards, and then just takes a knee? <laughs> and literally before I could type that out, snap happens, and off he goes. And he did not go down after the first down. Because <laughs> he, he got hit, right? Like Someone came in the hole yeah. and, and made contact with him. And I yeah, thought, I okay, was, that's it. He's probably going to fall Phillip? forward. Was Phillips playing? I think it was Phillips. Yeah. So he, I was like, he's going to fall forward for the first down, and that'll be it. They're going to kneel. Ben's going to get his moment. It's like the worst possible way to end fantasy football. Pittsburgh beating Cleveland, me losing in the finals. Um, 
and and actually before that play happened right because as you guys know and and a lot of people listening is like i use the fire stick uh and the bell app so i'm pretty delayed and i didn't find out from you guys sending the messages i went to open up the yahoo sports app which is right beside my fantasy app and i saw my score as 115 and like a hundred percent win and i'm like oh this must be my other fantasy team that i have because i just use the same (laughs) logo and name because i'm super creative and i'm like no like it's Corey. Like right, like I see the hibiscus battle hogs. I was like one fifteen. What the fuck? And then I look up and he hits that hole, and I was like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, I'm like God. jumping for joy. Sadly, like it's I like at that point the Browns have already lost, so whatever. Um, yeah. Who gives a shit? But I'm like jumping up. It's like what, close to midnight. Megan's like coming down. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I fucking, I somehow won. On the last play of the game, when <laughs> she went up to bed, she was like, "How you doing? Like, good night." And I was like, oh, "I lost. Like, this is the worst day ever." She's yeah. like, oh, "It's not that bad because it's fake football, but okay, you do you." And then she came down, and I'm like trying to dance on her and shit like that. <laughs> she's like, like trying to grind. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Let's go, baby!" Fuck. And she's like, "Please stop." It's the fucking <laughs> Mavin dance. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyways, it was a uh, man. Smokes. What a fucking ride! So yeah, so I saw them line up, and I'm like, Cleveland, it's gonna fucking happen. And I didn't want to type it in the chat. Uh, Adib, I know you said you tried to, but I was gonna too, and I was like, fuck that, I'm not doing that. It's gonna give me bad juju. But the way <laughs> they were lining up on the line, I'm like, these fucking mm-hmm. guys are gonna let him break one because they think he's just gonna go down anyway. So we might as well try and get him in the backfield because. Not only is it like the right, and I mean, you'll hear this in the drop, but like, not only is it the right play to make, but it's fucking Ben's last game in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you right. gotta let Ben kneel, dude. You gotta give him the ball so he can kneel <laughs> for the last play. <laughs> like that's yeah. like that literally. It, what it's a the, selfish player, eh? dude! It's the right play in football, and it's your fucking quarterback's last play. And and in our Pittsburgh. guy Chubb. Chubb has done that, right? Like where he busted. Oh, yeah. I think it was it yep. was last year where yep. it was like a fifty yard run. Yeah, and, and he iced the game. The he went out at the one, and they kneeled. Yep. Yeah, and I thought that's what was gonna happen. So as he was running, I was like, he's gonna go out the one. So I'm like trying to do quick math in my head. Yeah, like, but even that would how many? For you, so you well, and yep. so that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, how many yards did I need? Where where were they lined up? Like what's going on here? And then yep. he somersaults into the end zone like a dumbass. Yeah. Oh my god. Like if. <laughs> If that man was in front of me when he did that, like, I would have done any, everything in my power to kill him. <laughs> like, 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 100% unsuccessfully, but I would have done everything in my power to rid this man of the earth. Like, I was, I honestly, I was like, I'm, like I said when I was chatting earlier, I was like, I am the team of destiny. I'm going to fucking win this thing somehow. Devin had a fucking wagon and I'm going to beat him twice this year. This is going to be so funny. Like this is going to be so funny. I was like, I'm finally a baffled champion. I was so excited at the opportunity to be a baffled champion. I led all week. Like, I don't even know if you had a, because all my guys play at 1 PM. I don't even know if you had a lead at any point throughout the weekend until that last play. Probably not. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I was sitting on the couch watching the game, sad about absolutely everything. 
And all I could think about, truthfully, was how I was going to respond to Chanel when she texts text me about how her husband beat me in fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, am I going to play it cool and be like, yeah. look, I'm just like gracious that Corey like won. I'm so happy for yeah. him and your yeah. family. Uh, that's honestly what was going on through my <laughs> mind as like, yeah, as the Browns, like as the Browns were driving and I was just like, okay, they're garbage. They're just going to go three and out and punt the ball. And then oh Nessie yeah, gonna, the fucking chump play. <laughs> yeah. That was the they, other thing. The fucking play action to yeah, Chubb after, on the one yard line. Survived the play action to Chubb. Yeah. And and I said that to a few people who were messaging me, like, congrats and stuff. And we were talking about the game and how it was a nail biter. And like so Chubb, so so the Chubb one so the Bryant touchdown was on the one yard line and then Njoku one, I think, was on the four. Yeah. Um and then the Deontay Johnson one was on the five. And yep. they were all like first in goal from that spot. Mm-hmm. So all three times, and I and I want to say Harris had another one where it started, it was first in goal on the four, mm-hmm. and they they went three times. They didn't it was three incomplete passes and then they kicked a field goal. Yep. So I had four like goal to go mm-hmm. and and neither of my running backs touched the ball. So I was like, yeah, I, like that's it. Corey's meant to win. Like it's bullshit. Yeah, that's it's why I was like, team of destiny. Yeah, but. like I, I went into that that game and I was like, my chances of winning are probably like I put them at like fifteen to twenty percent, knowing that I thought there was a big game coming from both your running backs. Mm-hmm. And anyway, it turns out Chubb was hurt, like his ribs. He hurt his ribs like near the end of the first half. Yeah, so that's why they weren't really playing him as much. And I was like, oh my god, like. How are they not playing Chubb? Yeah. And it, yeah, it turns out he was hurt, but I was like, yeah, team of destiny, team of destiny until fucking that last run is absolutely wild. <laughs> absolutely wild. Anyway, congrats, congrats, dude. You were a wagon all season. Um, and uh, definitely, definitely the team that deserved to win for sure. Thank you. Uh, I don't feel like being gracious. I'm mad about it still, so. And I yeah. wasn't even involved, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. What I meant to say was you're, you're fuck. So, would you have, um, Adib, would you have been happier if Nick won? No, of course not. Because, okay. <laughs> like, with with Nick winning, you get like a certain brand of of comedy and entertainment in the chat, right? And uh, it, it's certainly entertaining, and it, and it's kind of fun to see. It drives me nuts, but I think that's that's what he's kind of going for. So I was I was trying to yeah, figure out it's like does does that entertainment outweigh the fact that Nick's name would be on that trophy <laughs> like with yours <laughs> and I guess you found out that it does not he you don't want that That's a good question for Deep because that's why I backed Nick at the start of the playoffs so I was like I want Nick to win just for the chaos and for all the LOLs Yeah Yeah I get it I I don't know like Let's be real. Ultimately, I would have gotten over it anyway at the end. It's just at, at the time when you're sitting in the playoffs, you're like, oh, like, I really care. And then afterwards, I was like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't actually care. Yeah. No, you don't actually care. <laughs> and I thought that, too. I was, like, stressing out. It was funny because, like, the 1 o'clock games, I'm trying to go back. It feels like so, so long ago. The 1 o'clock games, I, we, where the freak was it? I was at my mom's. So we were having brunch. Yeah, I sent the bacon stuff. And I think we watched the first little bit of the one o'clock games. And I'm like checking my phone, checking all the scores, like go nuts, freaking out. Like 
Milan is like watching one game. I got like my mom like talking about fantasy football for the first time in her life ever, you know. And then we drive home. And like for the 20 minutes on the drive home, it was like so relaxing. Like we're listening to like acoustic baby songs to try and keep Piper asleep. I was I was actually zen. Megan and I were talking about not football. And I was like, man, <laughs> I, maybe I just won't turn the games on for the rest of the day Sonk. and just like and just like yeah find out fuck it like if i win i win like i can't control anything what am i doing getting stressed out about it and then as soon as i got home at you know two o'clock it was like two o'clock till midnight it was just pure panic yep <laughs> like yep. it was out of control it's amazing how you care about the dumbest shit and it just and you know Sheen's talked about it all year just trying to be zen because it can't control it it doesn't really matter and it doesn't but it just kind of captivates you and yeah. i really wanted to fucking win of course like, like real, of course. Real and that's bad. it is like we we're i was talking to a few people and uh and i think it was yeah it was i think cause rove asked he's like do you know how much like we we've even won i think maybe aj asked that too because they're in third and fourth respectively um and i was like honestly i was like i don't I, I was like, maybe I get we get like this much. Here's the breakdown. But I was like, honestly, I don't even care. I just care about winning. Yeah. And and yeah. hanging that over all of you guys yeah. forever. Like, that's all. Yeah. I, like, I, and just I, wanted, ended up getting, I just wanted popcorn out of the trophy this year. Yeah. I get like 500 <laughs> bucks, which is sweet. It's going to go to something Megan wants um, <laughs> or like to pay off some of these Christmas gifts. But it's just like, I just want my name on, on that trophy, trophy again. Yeah. I was going to say it was like that night was Corey getting his hand slapped away from the popcorn and the trophy <laughs> yeah. all over yeah. again. Except this time it was by a dude in a Steelers jersey. And then he somersaulted over him as he slapped his hand away. <laughs> dude, is that not like, is that not the worst two teams to have? Like, it's like they set me up as a team of destiny and then just ripped it all away in the worst way fucking possible. Like it had to be the Steelers against the fucking Browns. What did you what did you do when Deontay Johnson scored that first touchdown? What what like were you like how are you both happy and furious at the same time? Yeah, I I was just kinda like, okay. Like I don't know. Yeah, you're you like, know what I mean. I'm like, all right, like, team score touchdowns. <laughs> I'm like, like needed the, that. The Browns weren't gonna shut them out. I think the other thing too, though, is the Browns were already out of the playoffs. Yeah. So I was kind of just like, if they're on the four yard line, I'm like, if somebody's gonna score here, it better be Deontay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was a there was a fist it, bump when and they then scored he a caught touchdown. what was like probably like the longest catch of his of his night four yard catch four yards. <laughs> Fucking unreal. And yeah. and so that's what's annoying as well because it feels a little bit like we waited four months for what we knew what was going to happen in August when he drafted <laughs> Najee yeah. Harris and we sat there saying, great, have fun rooting for this Steeler to bring you a championship. And it fucking happened. Yeah. <laughs> literally happened. Yeah. Yeah. Insane, dude. Insane. So annoying. Um, yep. Okay. I don't know if there's anything else. Oh, so co- the one thing I forgot, the one other question I had yep. for Devin was winning is nice, obviously. Um, did it feel, did you have any winner's guilt for beating your beloved Corey? 
Like, does it make your spooning any less, any more awkward? Um, so, so I told Megan, I said, I'm happy I won, but I feel bad because like, I, I kind of ripped the, the title away from Corey. Yeah. And she's like, no, like, she's like, you spend so much time watching football. She's like, you deserve this. I was like, that was wow. sweet. And then she followed this one sweet. up. I, this is even better. And then she said, would Corey feel bad if he beat you? And absolutely. Like, he would have. I, I was like, yeah. absolutely fucking not. He would not. He would wow. not one ounce of shame or remorse. <laughs> and then she was like, then who cares? And I was like, you're right. Wow. Megan. And oh, that's when man. I started dancing up on her. And it's <laughs> Corey. Corey. Was, it's funny. It kind of reminds me of the meme, you know, where the, the couple is in bed. And and it's like the, oh, yeah. the speech bubble bubble over the girl is, oh I bet he's thinking about other girls. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's thinking about man, I hope Corey's not mad at me for beating him in the championship. Yeah. I I did feel like as it was happening, and I realized that I want like I did have that kind of sick feeling in my stomach that it was like that's such a like a bullshit way to win. And then I thought about all like the goal line carries and stuff that we just talked about. And how I got zero from my, like, the tight end five on the year. And, like, all of this stuff leading up to it. And I was like, ah, fuck it. Like, well, that's I should have I was... I won. Like, my team is better. I should have won. And I, and I did win. So, it just sucks how it happened. And he probably was up at midnight, you know, getting ready to pop his non-alcoholic champagne dude i didn't sleep i didn't sleep that night i didn't sleep like to like i gotta tell you like honestly i was in the worst fucking mood after that happened like i was like i can't believe this just happened and like at the end of the day like i knew i told you you were lying last week i told you you were lying about what about just being like the i'm just happy to be here almost yeah and then but i also said i really wanted to fucking win yeah. And that was true. And then it was so close. And they just ripped away from me like that. I was like real fucking sour. And then the next morning, by the next morning though, I was good. And I think it's a good thing we just record this like four days after, three days after, however many days it is. I can't count. <laughs> um, because you just like, you start thinking about things. It's like, yeah, Devin had the better team all season long. He got a zero from his tight end. All this shit we already talked about. It's like, whatever. I got fucking 20 from Noah Fan. Like, it's fucking fantasy football. It was so much fun. That's what it was all about. At the end of the day, yeah. the fact that our championship came down to the last play of the game is fucking sweet. And, and, um, but everyone... I'm, I'm pissed, but I'm pissed at Megan for that. You can tell. Yeah. And, and that's fair. <laughs> but hey, she's, she's team Magikarp. So that's t- tough shit for you. But I will say the one the one amazing thing was how many people were up at midnight watching that game. And Cosgrove even said, like, I'm not here for the Browns and the Steelers. Like, I'm here for the Baffle Championship. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it just goes to, to speak a, about our league and how great it is and the fact that there was, like, there was like eight of us watching yeah. a nothing game. The Browns lose a meaningless game at midnight on a Monday. And we're all watching it. And we're all watching it, chatting about fantasy football, losing our collective minds over that last play of the game. It was just like, man, that's that's what makes it so much fun. Um, it, th- it, was, it was pretty tight. Two things before we move on to loser of the week that I want to say. 
first one, Adib, when you and when you, first thing you wrote after that run was somebody hug Corey, and that's ex- <laughs> and that's exactly what I needed. And the other thing uh, was you talking about texting Cosgrove. Cosgrove was also texting me like throughout the fourth quarter. Just be, it was just all he kept saying was bruh, bruh, <laughs> bruh, because like I was actually gonna fucking win, right, bruh, bruh, and then as Nashi. Runs for the touchdown. All he wrote was all caps, bruh. And he he sent some nice message to me too, but it was just like so funny because he was like, bruh, like full caps. So So he sent me a... A screenshot. I hope they. Were, I hope they were the same text as what he sent you. Actually, no, just no. The whole time. He he did. I'm I'm just scrolling back just to see. I don't know. He didn't really talk to me during the day or anything like that. He just uh, he sent me a couple of memes after I had won it. But then he sent me a screen a screenshot of and it's like it's my message and it was talking about like how happy I was that I won. But then the last. The message right underneath was from Corey DeZormo, and all it was was "fuck." <laughs> <laughs> so Cosmo was like, "I just, I have to send this because Corey kills me." But I will also point out that me and Chris were going back and forth, and he replied to like all of my messages with just the trophy emoji. Like, that's oh. so funny. So I'm looking at like my last seven messages, and they're just trophy emoji, trophy emoji. Oh, trophy that's emoji. fantastic. Okay, anyway. that's enough about talk about us. Yeah. Let's, uh, Adib, you, uh, you have prepped Loser of the Week for us this week. You're a loser but a dreamer. You're tired but you're strong. You're going on no evidence. You don't listen to common sense. You went all in. And you were wrong. You are such a loser. Good for you. It's something that a lot of people can't do. Trying is hard. That's why people don't do it. Losing is hard. They can't make it through it. But I, I have indeed. I, you know, I kind of dropped the ball last week. So I have a few. First, before we get into it, I have a few honorable mentions. Okay. The first one, obviously, was to us Brown fans. After a horrible season, all we wanted was to ruin Ben's last night at stupid Heinz Field. And the team shat the bed. So I thought, oh, maybe we're all losers of the week for that one. But no. Then I thought, you know what? Maybe Kaylee's loser of the week. Because, you know, Pearson shot the bed all season. We all knew he was going to get a fish. He did it. He sucked the way we thought he would. He brought home <laughs> that fish. And now she's going to have to take care of it. And so she's the loser of the week. And then she, Pearson said, no, but she's washed her hands of it. And so, like, I'm responsible for taking care of it. So then I'm like, hmm, she's washed her hands of it. Pearson's going to have to take care of it. Maybe they're, as a couple, loser of the week, you know? Because, one, Kaylee is sentencing our boy to die. And, two, Pearson's going to kill him. We know that, right? Like, Pearson is for sure going to kill him. So I thought, these two losers, but no. The absolute loser has to be, unfortunately, our boy Chomps. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. what a ride he's had in his precious life so far you know he he joined the league three seasons ago stuck it out with Cosgrove for the first year tough season Cosgrove's not very good at this then he got Noel lost the league the next year he goes to Noel spends a year with him and watches him gloriously win as he goes on this miraculous championship run from I guess the lowest seating in the playoffs yep from there he goes to Devin who actually intentionally tanked his season 
to get him. So you know there was already love there, right? He was he felt that love, and he yeah, once he again he propelled. Was he was wanted, and he once again propelled the team, not just to the championship, but to first place all season. So that's back to back championships for our boy Chomps, and now he's going to Pearson. And living on Minotary, Minotary, however you yeah. say the street name. Yeah, something like that. With the big no, guys. Min, no, Min, no, gonna kill a fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And our poor boy, I, I pray for him every night. I weep a little when I think about it. I, I just hope he holds on as long as he can. But luckily, luckily he's still got seven months to live. And live a happy life. But when September hits and he makes that transfer over to the big guys, poor old Chomps will become loser of the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. Excellent. Yep, that was excellent. <laughs> he's toast. Our poor guy is toast. I hope he's not. I want to believe in people. I hope he's not too, but he's toast. He's toast. I think so too. Yep. So... Um, I guess what we'll have to do is have like that first live eulogy on on the podcast. You guys will do that, right, for us? Yep. Well, Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, we're all supposed to get together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed oh, to be like an Are we allowed in- to be in person anymore? Well, <laughs> yeah, listen. Listen. We're we're getting together for that. Yeah. <laughs> like let's let's say one thing. Like in in 8 months if the who hasn't killed covid yet, I'm going to lose my mind. But even if COVID is still somehow running rampant and there's a lockdown, ain't nothing stopping me from mourning with my guys about our dear, dear, beloved chomps. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, we're in a lockdown right now and funerals are still happening, I think. So. And, and what is the punishment for Pearson? Are we all just going to beat his ass? Is that kind of collectively agree upon? Or I, I don't know. So, what is... yeah, I, I think that the thought process when we when we said like the whole funeral thing was that it's like you actually have to like put on a service mm-hmm. so it's like it's not just like we're gonna show up and like it, it be funny it's like no i want like i want like a eulogy i want like some sort of ceremony um i egg, want egg, i want egg those salad like, sandwiches for noel yeah I? like the shittiest <laughs> the shittiest little sandwiches with the crust cut off yeah. and like you know like a punch Grapes. bowl grapes yeah and i i want him to do all of that marble cheese uh, yeah and i want it to be Ooh, in his backyard nice. so he's constantly terrified that a snake is gonna get him yeah <laughs> i want all of that yeah me too okay that was well done adib you redeemed yourself thank you thank you um uh, okay so we thought we would go through each team um my co-host here posted in the baffle chat some projected keepers so we thought we'd go through each team quickly talk about who their two keepers are potentially. Mm-hmm. And then closer to the start of the season, we can kind of revisit this list and uh, just how reaffirm wrong. how stupid we are. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. So let's start. Um, should we start at the bottom of the standing? Should we yeah, start with Gorilla, Gorilla, Gorilla? That's how I sent it out. Well, I, I kind of, I think I sent it out based on kind of draft order, but yeah. Okay. Bo- if we go bottom to the top, that'd be easier for me. All right. Let's do Gorilla, Gorilla, Gorilla. All right, so maybe yeah, we can we can roll through them quick, and you can just tell me if you like if you agree or or 
if I'm completely wrong and like sure. who you would just okay. So for Gorilla Gorilla Gorilla, like you said, I think it's I think it's J.K. Dobbins. That's obvious. He kept him on the IR year round for that reason. He should mm-hmm. come back mm-hmm. and be assuming he's healthy, be a stud running back for that team. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Gus Edwards, but he he seemed like he was ready to go. And I don't think like they are happy with any other running back, so I think he's just going to slot right back in. Mm-hmm. The second spot, I th- I think he should trade for another keeper. He's got an extra first and a fourth. Um, if he doesn't want to trade, if he's finally just going to use his draft picks, then I then I think maybe it's Josh Allen for obvious reasons. I think um, I disagree. I think he should keep his picks. Because he's got two in the first round, and I think one of them is what second overall. So I no, think first overall. You got the oh yeah, first. Oh yeah, his he's... first overall. So to me, yeah. I think you keep, I think you keep uh, Damian Harris, and it's depending on how the offseason goes. So I'm going to say Damian Harris keeps like somewhat of a starting role, and um, J.K. Dobbins, and then okay. he drafts he drafts another running back at first overall, and then snags a wide receiver at like seven or eight, wherever his other pick is. He's got Cosgrove, so Cosgrove finished third, so eleventh okay. overall. Which 11th yeah, overall. you can get a good wide receiver there. Yeah. I think that's where uh, Allen Robinson went last year, but yeah, ooh. So it would be twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, moving what, on to well, the, no, what is it? What is the deep guys. think? What is the deep think? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Twelve guys. Um, but yeah, okay. no, I am. Um, I think I agree with Corey. I, I do think you got to keep Damian Harris. He had a really good season. I, I guess you could be kind of worried that Ramondre Stevenson is still there. But the the one thing I'm thinking is I know he held on to J.K. Dobbins all season to keep him. But I'm not sure. Like We're still eight months out, and so much can happen. We haven't heard anything about his recovery. At least I haven't. So... We don't know how he's going to respond to that injury. And if we don't get evidence of him being ready to go by then, I think he goes Damian Harris and Josh Allen. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So so I think it's pretty clear that it's like it's those three options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the beauty with us. I don't know if it was like an official. We moved it back. But moving the, the keeper deadline even further back mm-hmm. to like the end of training camp or, or I think, yeah, right before the season the draft, starts, I right? Think, like, that's yeah. what, yeah. I think we so moved it, it to one week before our draft date. Yeah, yeah. so it's, like, as as close as possible to the start of the season to avoid what happened last year, which is, you know, him having to pivot from J.K. Dobbins. Or, we, no, we made him keep him. Like, he had to keep him, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. he declared him as a keeper, and then, like, two weeks later, he blew out his knee. Yeah, uh, post-keeper so. deadline, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. anyways, hopefully yeah, his injury I'll, I'll was be... later than um Cam Akers. Cam Akers right. happened before our keeper deadline, so yeah. Devin was right. able to switch. Well, we can talk about that later, but Yeah. But anyways, my thought process is like JK Dobbins, like it's a it's a full year. These guys are all freaks of nature. It seems mm-hmm. like it takes them five months to come back from an ACL these days. So yep. he should be healed up. But yeah, if he wants to go running back, running back, that makes sense. Okay. All right. Let's go to the Wolves. Was, yeah. Wolves obviously is going to keep McCaffrey, even though, you know, he's getting up there um, and he's falling apart. Yeah, that's a tough one. He doesn't really have a second, like, obvious keeper. Just caught the um, defense. 
Yeah, Chicago defense. Like, I don't think Hopkins is a keeper anymore. I think he's still going to be. When you say getting up there, I would love to know how old you think he is. I think he is 27. 29. No, he is 25, guys. Fuck, wow. He's 25 right now. So I read a thing talking about (laughs) um, uh, after. So it shouldn't be based on age anymore because a lot of people say, like, oh, after 30, like, you're done in football. Yeah, it's about the kids. But now. But now that yeah, the guy says he doesn't draft a running back in the first round if they're on their second contract. Wow. So he's like, even if the guy is a stud, he's like, I'll take the next guy up if yeah. they're still on their rookie deal. Yep. Just and that's that's based primarily on workload and carries, right? Like if yep. you're on year three, you're probably not as beaten down type of deal. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he's he's gone through the ringer, and it's like what four hamstring injuries and yeah. Last so I year, called you up for the age thing, but for on the banged up part of it, yeah. you are a hundred percent correct, right? Yeah. He's played mm-hmm. ten games in the last two seasons, only managed what is that a hundred and sixty carries, just under. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So there's there's some mileage on those legs. But so, but Bob doesn't have a better option, right? Like CMC is is really his only guy where if he kept it you'd be like that's kind of a no-brainer. Um outside of that, the guy I listed was AJ Dillon. He looks great. The only thing that holds him back is the timeshare with Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. So who knows what's happening? Like Green Bay signed Jones to a big contract, I believe in the off-season. Yeah, it was just last off-season. Yeah, like I don't, but he's he's up and down this year as well. I mean, I don't think it would be the worst thing keeping AJ Dillon. Um, Bobby is missing his second round pick this year, third round pick, second round pick. Mm-hmm. So that makes trading for for like a really good player a little tough. But so I don't know if he wants to trade more draft capital to secure that second keeper. So if he wants to just stay put, I think AJ Dillon is, is maybe a a viable option. What do you think, Adib? Uh, I love the AJ Dillon as a keeper, for sure. I think he has to keep McCaffrey, although that's... You know what? Honestly, next year, it will probably hamstring him again. <laughs> just by having McCaffrey, right? <laughs> like, he'll lose him again to some injury, and he's going to feel like shit. But, but the, uh, So the other option what is, else can he do? is trade him. Like, he's not just dropping him. Because he one right. he has no one else and two CMC is is the potential if he is healthy is still like a top five running back. So what's his value in a trade? I don't know. Like I don't know who would take that risk. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it would have to be like for future. Like it would be like a running back for a running back and a pick swap, but like with conditions. Like it gets messy. I'm going to say he keeps CMC and he keeps St. Brown. Because he's going to look at St. Brown from December on five games. Lowest reception. I guess it was Chase. Lowest reception in his last five games was eight. Yep. Lowest targets, 11. Yep. Lowest yardage, 73. And a touchdown in four out of the five games. Do you, mm-hmm. see, do you see the game where he put up zero points? <laughs> That's the game I started him. Zero. I, I believe that was right before he went on a tear. Oh, the one? Yeah. No, in September where he went one one target, one catch? Uh, I thought he had zero. I think he got me zero points, I thought. Oh, okay, okay. But maybe it was that one. Anyways. 
Yeah, it was during the bipocalypse, and uh, I started him, and he got me at, at zero or a point five or something like that. Anyways, anyway, I think that's where Bobby. I think I he think could, that's who Bobby he is. could, but at the same time, it's like running backs are more valuable. Can he not just draft St. Brown in the third round? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. He's a man. He's a rookie. He he was a top wide receiver and fan, like well, yeah, like I think Adib just said was like a top five fantasy receiver over those last five weeks. So I know, but he plays why not? for freaking Detroit with Jared Goff still. Yeah, so tons know, of targets. They're doing, behind in every game. The last three, the last three weeks with Tim Boyle, it didn't yeah. matter. Yeah. I know. I don't know. I anyway, know. that's what I think he's gonna do. That would be uh, that'd be pretty spicy. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Where are we going now? McFarves? We're going, yeah, to the McFarves, and he's going to stand pat, and he's going to go Tyree Kill and George Kittle. Yeah. Uh, they both struggled at times this year. Kittle mostly because of injury. Mm-hmm. Hill, I don't know. Like, I don't follow the Chiefs enough. Mahomes, like, I don't know. I'm just tired of hearing about them, but, like, he had rough games. Yeah. I know near the end of the year, COVID kind of fucked with him a little bit too, but I don't think Jamie has actual options. He's missing his first round pick this year. Thank you. Um, so I don't know. Does he trade a second or a third when he can just like pick these guys and then try and figure out his life after? I think those are I think those are safe keepers. Yeah. I I don't. I don't think he does anything else that deep. The only thing I'd add is that there's a trade to be made here. He's got to go out and get a running back, and um, I don't know that he can run with Kittle and Hill again. It's just the desperation what he had at running you... back this year is, yeah. was, was bad. Yeah, he traded his first-round pick for my second-round pick in last year's draft to select Ronald Jones, mm-hmm. which was not great. No. So at one point he was rolling with like Ronald Jones and – Latavius Murray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, like, it was I, I understand bad. that zero RBs is a strategy that people employ, but they don't go that far. <laughs> like, that's that's just, that was insanity, right? And I know well, he was, just, he, his just team would look a lot better. In, you just can't do that in our league necessarily. Yeah. Not without and, a first round pick, anyway. Yes. Yeah, he's also right. not can... one to be super active on the waiver wire, right? So even when someone does go down, he's—I don't is... know if I could ever remember him winning. If a he major had, bid. if he had the third overall pick, which I think is the pick he traded, yes. correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then keeping Tyree Kill and George Kittle is perfectly fine. Yeah. Sure. Because you're getting a starting running back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think yeah. I mean, maybe there's a trade then. Yeah, I don't I know. Think okay. It has to be for Jamie. Yeah, okay. it's tough with though, like, and then he's trading his second round pick or another first round pick in the following year. That's mm. that's where it gets. You're just digging yourself a I hole. I mean, maybe right? somebody likes Hill better than like an RB two. Yep, potentially. Like maybe that's a CMC. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. So now maybe, we're gonna move maybe over Hill to Hill at a pick for uh, CMC, or mm-hmm. just yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or he, maybe maybe Jamie goes after AJ Dillon. Maybe. Or Jimmy Big Green Bay. Dylan. There you go. Anyways, we'll right. we'll see what the future holds. Let's yep. move over to the Sharks. Um <laughs> his team is pretty atrocious. Um I know he loves a couple of the guys. He's got like that rookie glaze going on right now where they just do anything and he's all over them. <laughs> um he he's he keeps talking about pits and I have pits in there. I 
Like, that was yeah, actually my favorite. Wasn't it you? You had that. You put out the stat. It was like, yes, Kyle Pitts broke every tight end record. Yes, Kyle Pitts was tight end eight or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's gonna get. Do they not get better? And it's like, yeah, they do. And and maybe with Matt Ryan or something. Like I I have no doubt. But there were too many weeks where I looked at tight ends overall, and Kyle puts Pitts had four points or five and a half points. I was like, do you really need to keep that? Can yeah. you not draft him in the second or the third round with all of the picks that you have? Yeah, even in the back of the first, like, to, anyways, I, I don't. Can declare th- one thing certainly dead? Yeah. The Miles Sanders keeper era, that is yeah. officially yeah. dead, right? That's fine. That but doesn't exist anymore? I don't see him, like, pick, like, I guess he's going waddle. I, uh, yeah, I think he for sure keeps Jalen. I think he keeps Jalen. Well, who do you he have? Who do you have him keeping? I I have him keeping Pitts with an eye roll and then Sanders with a clown face because <laughs> I think it's I think it's Pitts and and Waddle. If I that, think it's Waddle and Etienne. Okay. Oh my God. Reg- okay, so I'm gonna say right now, regardless of what happens, he's gonna need a hell of a draft because he's 14th in the power rankings. Yeah, he has a shit ton <laughs> of picks, so. He says, I mean, I think we should kind of keep the trades out of this discussion. Yep. He says he's going to make sure. a trade, but I think if his team stays the way it is, it's Waddle and Pitts. And that is ugly. All right. All right. Our, uh, what is, uh, can I ask you, what is, what is Dalvin Cook's contract situation? There's no way Alexander Madison gets the starting job there, right? Or somewhere else. Well, unless he gets hurt. Which happens no, but every term- year. But no, I don't, I don't know what, uh, what his... <laughs> Uh, and okay. it expires in 2025. Okay. He'll be oh, 30. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's not think about that then. And so his real only hope would be if Madison got a job somewhere else. Right. Yep. Okay. okay. Our, uh, our Belleville offenders, mm-hmm. uh, Swift Jefferson, pretty simple. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's yep. really his only two. He, he does have Metcalf, but I think... Medcalf probably too many question marks and who knows what's going to happen with Russ and the quarterback situation in Seattle. So, um, yep. Okay. Easy. Yep. Man, Metcalf's a nice piece to be going back in the draft. Cause I don't think he's someone anyone would trade for either. So that's a, nope. if you have a high pick, DK Metcalf is well, going to be up there for you. Brent yeah. did trade for him last off season. Yes, he yeah, did. That was, that was different. Brent's team was really bad last year. Yeah. He needed anything. And he was definitely one of those like buy lower, type mm-hmm. of keepers right mm-hmm. some of the mm-hmm. like and and maybe that's the type of and i don't know if Sheen would really trade up or even see it as a as a upgrade from waddle to dk right he'd probably just be like i'd rather probably keep waddle not. for free i think waddle Depending on the price waddle probably had a better year yeah i think waddle is in the top 15 as a rookie yeah. which really ain't that yeah. bad Okay. Um, hey, as long as two is the quarterback, you know the short passes are coming. So yeah, yeah. Moving on to the pontooners, it's going to be Henry. It's going to be Kelsey for the thirty-third year in a row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Don't even need to, to talk about, about it. He, he, yeah, he wouldn't trade me Kelsey during the season because he wanted to keep him. I told him, hey, let me give you like a first-round pick for Kelsey, and then you can have him back for a third-round pick. And he was like, nope, can't take the chance. Someone's going to outbid me. Feel like I was like, I don't think anyone's going to try and outbid you for a 31-year-old Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Maybe even 
maybe even older. Anyway, it's pretty obvious. Um, okay, the Dude, Dink Lord. He is 32 already. Yeah. He's turning 33 yeah. this, like, next season he'll be 33. Yeah, like, I don't think I was going to get a bidding war if I wanted to trade Kelsey at the end of the year. Anyways, it's his prerogative. He loves the guy. He likes having that positional advantage. It worked out well for him this year. Corey can also yeah. attest to it. I mean, I made the finals. Uh, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Are we, uh, where are we? We're, we're going just... to the... We're going to the Dink Lords. What about Adib? It's yeah, technically with me first. Oh this well, Nick it's not. Hey, this is my list. Okay, so, okay. Hey, I'm okay. driving the bus. All right, let's go to the Dink Lords. The Dink Lords. <laughs> okay, so so this was the one that you guys kind of like immediately disagreed with, and Nick even chimed in. Mm-hmm. So obviously Dalvin Cook is the guy, yep. but then then I put Mitchell. And I admit my error after talking to you guys because it's going to be Leonard Fournette. Unless something crazy happens where they have to cut him or something like that for salary cap reasons, but I think he proved to be too valuable mm-hmm. to them. Like they need him. They can't run with just Ronald Jones. Yep. And I think he's and, willing to like restructure his contract to play with Tom Brady. Yep. Uh, I was I was reading today actually in like it was it was like on Reddit. And how Tom Brady is the cheat code for any team because he's a quarterback, offensive coordinator, and head coach in one for one salary. Mm-hmm. And because he's married to Giselle, his he doesn't even give a shit about his salary. So he's always restructuring it down. Yeah. <laughs> he's yep. actually a cheat code. <laughs> well, and like endorsements. And oh, and he's shit. good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he's a top five quarterback. Yeah. Of all time. Um, yeah. I would just say, yeah, so I think it's Lenny and cook mm-hmm. and i think the people who need a keeper should be going after mitchell yeah that that would be so the only problem is is that if one of us had mitchell the price would be a third round pick mm-hmm. because it's nick it's a first round pick and i don't know if anyone would, no one's gonna bite for that like they'd rather just let him go into the draft and then pick him yeah, in the course. middle of the first round i mean like, i don't Kittle, think he's a Kittle got a first round pick last year yeah, I know, but that was insane. You got a first... Yeah, yeah okay. that was insane. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just, you know. Just no, and, and like, hey... Go back and ha- listen to the podcast it when it happened, and you'll say that was insane. You'll hear yourself... Okay. I know it. I know it. I know it is. I'm not disputing that at all. I'm just... All right, I'll just I'll stay the fact. If, if okay. someone is willing to trade a first-round pick for Eli Mitchell, and they don't message me about one of my actually like my yeah, R- actual rb go get Najee harris go get nick chubb get one of yeah, them yeah like someone's get available Cooper Cup, for, for god's sake <laughs> for a first round pick like don't don't waste your time talking to nick for eli mitchell who is one of the seven running backs they have on the san fran roster i think he's a starting running back there but yeah i think he could be but I I, does is. that mean they're yeah, they got to get rid of Mostert. Trey Sermon is still there, and they drafted Mostert's him. Mostert's a free agent. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Attempts his last four games: 21, 22, 27, 27. No, I have like, there's no doubt that he's like, he's probably their guy. But what the heck do they do with Trey Sermon? Yeah, like, what was yeah, the point of Trey Sermon? He's a guy. He's a guy. Trey Lance that is they... a running quarterback. I think we're going Trey Lance next year. See a lot more of him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, it'll be enough about the Dink Lords. All right, Voldemort's, yeah. Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel good about that one. Yeah. 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 Like it's funny because 
you know, this time kind of last year, you're like, man, I'm going to trade Kamara to AJ for all three of his first round picks. And now it's like, would someone trade a first for Alvin Kamara? Mm, No, Mm. not unless New Orleans gets a quarterback out of somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, but I mean, like he's still a very talented player. It's the team around him that that forces him to struggle. And then the second one I have is Debo, just because like you wouldn't be in the position uh, that you were in the standings without Debo. Like the guy yeah, is absolutely lit, electric. This year was amazing. Yeah, yep. he's he's electric, man. I don't want to dispute that at all. So, and like the only reason you wouldn't go Kamara Debo is if you like truly wanted to go running back, running back, and and make a trade. I don't even know who your running back two is. Or it just keeps Hunt. It's yeah, Hunter Connor and Hunt's a yeah, first okay, round. Yeah, Hunt. Hunt's out. a first round pick in our league. Yeah, so. Yeah, by Adib. Yeah. But Adib doesn't have a first-round pick. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, so. But, man, that yeah. was looking so good at the start of the season. For the first five weeks, I was yeah. killing it with that. And then mm-hmm. he had uh, eleven po- no, 15 points the rest of the season after the yeah, first five weeks. Yeah. It's rough. 15 yep. points. Yeah. Okay, now we're getting Ooh. into some juicier teams here, I, I think. If we're going to talk about the Mystics, they have quite a few options. I think... Especially, you know, recency bias. You go Jamar Chase. Absolutely. He is the offensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. He is capable of 50-point games, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and they're only going to get better since he has it pains me to say. And then the other option, I have Aaron Jones just because he plays on a good offense. Assuming Aaron Rodgers comes back, like he's he's their 1A, even though Dylan is a 1B. Um but he also has like CEH, who you're going to assume comes back healthy. Um, yeah, what do you guys think about the the miss? There's another guy I'm forgetting about on his team too. But anyways, who do you guys think? Javante probably is the one. Javante, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who, who I assume Melvin is gone. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe. Like he he is a UFA at yeah. the end. Like his contract is up, so I don't know if he goes. But, yeah, if Denver is rolling with Javante, that could be an option, too. He he has a starting running back available to him for, for one of the three teams. But I think I think his first keeper is Chase. I don't he loves he loves those types of players. Mm-hmm. It's like and, and just the explosiveness of Chase. Like, I don't know how you give that up. Yeah, I think if you look at his roster, lock in Jamar Chase. Everyone else is kind of meh. Ah, really? Yeah. I think it's I think it's Aaron Jones for sure. And then if Melvin Gordon walks, it's also Javante Williams. Look look at Aaron Jones this year though. Like I know he carries a lot of like clout. But think about how much you love how much you said you love AJ Dillon. Yeah, and look but just look at Jones's output. And it's always going to be it's always going to be hampered by AJ Dillon and Adams and Rodgers. Like you could even you could I'm sure there are a lot of people arguing you don't need Jones on that team. Like I he guess, probably makes I too guess. much like, money. Okay, so I guess it it depends on it depends on what they want to do. Like Aaron Jones for the last like whatever three seasons has been a like a top five running back. I don't know what he was this year. He was hurt for a while too. But like mm-hmm. he you know, it's 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 ten rushes a game. It's five targets. It's five catches a game, 
And that's hard to find at the running back position in our league. And he's on an explosive offense and he gets red zone work. Like, I don't know. Like, to me... To me, it's Aaron Jones and Javante Williams. If William, if 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 he goes, but I, I see what you guys are saying about Jamar Chase. But Jamar Chase, he does have the fifty-point game, sure. But did he not have a couple? Like, was he not slow heading into? Yeah, like the, he had. He some... had one bad week against Denver, November, and then a couple like mediocre weeks. So November twenty-first till the end of the season: three receptions, three receptions, five, five, one seven then 11 so he went over 100 yards from halloween on he went over 100 yards twice it's just the fact that he can catch an 80 yard touchdown at any given moment any point for sure so that that's the point i was making is like it depends on what noel wants to do does he want that like explosiveness where like one guy can win him the week but it might happen every like you know three or four weeks or does he want the consistent running back position two of them taken up like Javante Williams and Aaron Jones are starting every week but he yeah I I I agree with that it's nice just to have your RBs like kind of locked and loaded but he also has that bias with Jones having him this year where Jones won him probably fewer matchups than what Jamar Chase did and Jamar Chase is only going to get better right he he is picking that's a good question say 10th overall Honestly, like the way this is playing out, I kind of think he's going to get one of these three guys back at 10 or someone who might even actually be better. Him, uh, As we like, go through these teams and we're talking about some of these guys who better than, have to be released. Better than who? Like I, better so than I'll, Javante I'll say this. or whatever next year's Aaron Jones will be with even more work for AJ Dillon. That's yeah, what so I'm projecting. I would now that we're talking about it, like I, I think Javante is probably a better keep than Aaron Jones. Um, Noel's picking nine, but yeah, like I, I can't see Ceh being an option. No, I, I can't even so. see anyone wanting to trade for Ceh. I could picture someone going for Williams or Jones, and maybe that's what it comes down to, is like what he could get to, for trading Jones versus what he could trade for Williams. And if he wants, if he likes one over the other, or one gets him a first-round pick versus a third-round pick. Maybe that. And then he doesn't have to choose because he's not giving one of those two guys back in the draft. Sure. But yeah. I think whoever he lets go, go is probably taken before pick nine okay i think okay yeah all right it's probably it's it's probably one of jones and javante with jamar let's let's Mm -hmm. be real okay all right all right dog pound adams obviously yep no question there this one is where so i put zeke then i thought about it and i was like is he kind of burned by zeke it's been the second year in a row for sure where he's just the output isn't necessarily there for what you where he's consistently ranked mm-hmm. does he maybe look at pivoting to Montgomery I think if he can trade Zeke then absolutely I think he keeps Montgomery either way okay I think it's Montgomery and Adams look at that I don't know if you want to argue on it or not but yeah, I know like I'm I'm sick of Zeke and I don't have him on my fancy team for five, three years. 
I th- <laughs> I honestly kind of look at Zeke and Montgomery as interchangeable, and I think yeah. you can get more for Zeke on the trade market just based on his name alone. That's and what then I you don't be- have to. And then you don't have to draft Pollard and play the two of them every week or try and figure <laughs> that crap that's out. What, that's what I would be doing. Yeah. Keeping Adams and trying to trade Zeke. Okay. All right. We're going to go over to the Cheeks now. I This is a, a struggle one for me. I have a Patterson and Gibson. Mm-hmm. So Patterson, I mean, you can't deny his output this year. Yep. He is a free agent. Mm-hmm. I got to imagine Atlanta wants him back. Like he was like their lone bright spot. I mean, I guess Pitts was okay, but like Patterson was the engine for that offense. Mm-hmm. And then Gibson is just the best running back option that he has. Yep. Gaskin is no. And I think Jacobs is probably like, he doesn't really want anything to do with Las Vegas unless he has to. Gibson was banged up and still performed well for him this year too. So. That's, what do you that's think, Adib? So what I would say is if there is ever in the history of fantasy football been a one hit wonder, would Cordero Patterson not be that guy? Yep. Does his the season he just had not make you think is is that repeatable? He was getting in most games fewer than ten carries, and he just kept finding the end zone, kept finding the end zone, and then say, like so you know what I mean? Is his production from this year repeatable? And that I think would be a huge concern in whether you keep him. To me, again, I think that's the trade bait, and. I would not. I wouldn't be uncomfortable keeping uh, Jacobs as my second keeper. It's just not a AJ very Brown. blah. I don't think AJ Brown showed like enough. Is it that blah? Jacobs. Yeah. yeah look at his point totals throughout the year. It's no, really I, not. that I know. Blah. I think I and that's that's fine. I think it's again. He's just like a very kind of. It's not like a sexy kind of keeper. And it's, I, I find it hard to, like, you look at Patterson. Like, that's everything AJ loves. It's like <laughs> the explosive guy. He's an RB Plays slash. Plays two positions. Wider. Yeah, like, AJ just loves that. And he loves kind of going off the board a little bit, too. Not that Patterson's going off the board, but it's like if he can repeat that success mm-hmm. that he had this year, like, that he's awesome. Is there any chance yeah, AJ falls in love with like the tight end aspect of keepers as some mm. people have done over the past few years and that he keeps Mark Andrews? That's probably, yeah, that's a potential Some option. Thing. He must have finished his tight end one this year, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, By sure. quite a bit, I think. Have, for sure. Yeah. Man, yeah, has, that, you the know, guy has two games over 30, which is wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? Gibson Andrews would be would be pretty solid. Yep. And he could probably... He could probably, depending on how like desperate he is to move him, could probably get rid of Jacobs for a draft pick. Mm-hmm. Well, I would move either like, one of those yeah, two, or, or both if he could. Okay, there let's, are enough people. Let's looking. lock him down for Andrews and and Gibson. I like All it. Right. All right, all right. Now we're doing Broski's easy. Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon. Um, remember when he also joked for that the he was eighth straight year. Yeah, remember when he <laughs> joked that he was gonna he traded for Barkley because he was a, a keeper? <laughs> oh boy, do you think Barkley is 
tradable? Do you think uh, someone takes a like? Do you think someone th- trades a first or second round no. pick for Barkley? No. no, he's the he's in the to me he's in the Josh Jacobs like fourth round pick if I'm desperate. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah, and then obviously for the keepers, there's, those are like the only two things he has going for him. Yep. I mean the two like top five running yeah, backs. So yeah, he's he's doing okay. There's really yeah, nothing exactly. to complain about yeah. with those keepers. Yeah. All right, let's let's talk battle hogs. Okay. So Acres, I think is Wait, wait, wait. can I ask you one more thing before you go over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um is Calvin Ridley trade bait? No. Can he get anything no. from Calvin Ridley? No. No. Okay. Even <laughs> if Calvin Ridley goes somewhere and I can't think of a place off the top of my head like like po- like with a potent offense, I can't see just based on last like year him not playing. That would be, I love the Browns. That would be a significant downgrade to him, mm-hmm. having <laughs> having a hundred and fifty passing yards. Like that, that's got to be what we averaged. Yeah. Yep. So, I would love him on the Browns. Don't get me wrong; that'd be amazing. But it's not exactly like a fantasy revelation for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Battle Hogs. Acres. Um, he didn't keep him all year. He's he's poised to come back. I think he's playing. He's playing this week. He's playing yep, this week. He's limited, but he's playing this week. Yep. So I mean, hopefully you get it. I mean, I I can't imagine this week is gonna show you anything, but maybe into the playoffs and stuff like that. It's nice to know and that he's Fant healthy enough. Second keeper, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> Corey loves keeping tight ends. It is the reason he got into the finals. And tight ends almost the reason he won the finals. So it's a no-brainer to me. Sure. Other options, I guess, would be, yes, yeah, Stephon Diggs. I don't think he can consider T. Higgins. I don't think he wants to touch. I Maybe Mike. Okay, so I'll say Stephon Diggs or Michael Carter. Yeah. I think it's Michael Carter. I think it's Michael Carter. Yeah. So first of all, let me start with Acres. Acres, that situation is going to clear up over the off season. Sony Michelle is a free agent. If they sign Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson's there, then the the waters get a bit murkier. I think it's clear that Daryl Henderson doesn't have the job. Sony Michelle beat him out of a job. So it really comes down to Cam Acres and Sony. And I think Cam Acres is the guy. Like I would be very surprised if Cam Acres is not the RB one for the Rams next year. Mm-hmm. Two, with Michael Carter, I think his situation also clears up. He's he's a stud, dude. If you've watched him in college, he's a stud. I have not. And I have not watched a college Coleman, football game in like three years. Coleman is a free agent. Um, so I hope Coleman moves on. The Jets picked twice, I think, in the top ten. If they can get some linemen... Uh, I think, but regardless, I think Michael Carter is my yeah, second actually, keeper. You know what? I have a stat on that too. I think it was something like so they started the beginning of the season without uh, Laurence Duvernay Tardif, mm-hmm. and after he started starting, so I think that's the last six weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. The Jets had something like the fifth or sixth best run game in the league. I th- I think Michael Carter is my second keeper, regardless of what happens with that backfield and where they draft. But that's just sounds me. sounds like he's your your number one keeper. <laughs> and then we're gonna figure out if you're gonna keep Acres or Fant. 
I actually, <laughs> here's a question. What if, I couldn't think of a team off the top of my head, but let's say, I don't know, the Bills or the Eagles signed Sony Michelle to be their RB1. No. Those are just the two most interesting teams that came to mind. No. That they could kind of use a running back. Because then I lot. just, then I keep Akers for sure. Oh yeah. There's no so, way Sony Michelle gets in the in the mix. You mean ahead of Carter? No. I think as a rookie running either. I think as a rookie running back, like I've tried my goal for this year, uh, the last since I entered the league, my keepers have been an absolute struggle bus. Yes. It's been like a tight end, wide receivers, like I kept Michael Thomas and Mike Evans the first year, I think. Like mm-hmm. yep. I've been struggling to find running backs that I could rely on year to year. Unfortunately, Cam Akers is coming off of a wild injury, but he's a young running back. Michael Carter, a rookie running back after this year. I'm hoping those two can have great years next year and then just be my foundation for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, tough to argue with there. And and the all-important running back position, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's finish it off with your new champion. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I have but, I have Chubb and I have Cup, but I could have put you know uh, championship winner Najee Harris or just overall stud Austin Eckler. Yeah. Any of those two, pick two of those four, and and we'll go we'll go with them. Um, Cup just put up like insane numbers. All like not only was he insane, but he was consistently insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would. It's it's tough to throw back like a top Except five the last running two weeks back of the season, right? In the playoffs, he kind of yeah, where he kind of went ho hum and and only scored like fifteen points a game. Like yeah. a loser. Yeah, what a loser. Um, yeah, he got me there. He he single handedly <laughs> beat Noel for me. I think I was at like sixty points with Noel, and then he right, put and up he a thirty five. Yeah. Um. So it the only reason I wouldn't keep Cup is i don't know if like weak reports were coming in and were kind of strange or or someone like really wanted him i don't i don't know it's just it's so hard so, i don't know i don't know who i'm gonna keep because even then and i'll be honest with you guys is like i love nick chubb but he's probably if you look at a lot of rankings when it comes time to to keep them he's probably going to be the the lowest the ranked lowest, guy amongst yep. the four mm-hmm. Dave, so what's your prediction, prediction? I think you end up getting a first round pick for Eckler, a second round pick for Cup, and then you keep Chubb and Harris. Yeah, that seems pretty fair. I think <laughs> pretty fair. You're okay with that? <laughs> yeah. You're okay with that scenario? <laughs> yeah. Of running it back for another title with all those picks? <laughs> I think he keeps I think he keeps Cup. I think stop like I don't know if you've read anything about Stafford and Cup, but they have breakfast together every single day. Yeah, <laughs> they're like in love with each other. It's it's crazy. Um, so who sorry, loves each other to... more, Cup and Stafford, or you and Devin? Yeah, Corey hasn't bought me breakfast in like two years. Wow, I was literally gonna say Devin, and I have a bond <laughs> that cannot be broken, and then he <laughs> whines about me. Um, listen, I think Cup. He keeps Cup. And then I think Harris is going to be a second keeper. By the time everything comes out next year, he's going to see the rankings like you just talked about. Eckler is going to be the one who's who's hard for him to let go. 
I think Chubb's going to be the lowest ranked guy out of the group, which sucks. And I know like your hearts, it's going to suck for you to let Chubb go. But I think he's the one who goes. I think Harris with Roethlisberger leaving, there's literally all, like all they're going to do. He's you thought he, you thought he got enough to like, like it's, I think he broke a record for touches for a rookie for sure. Um, but that's just going to go up next year. It's just going to keep going up. Yeah. And I, I think Eckler's Eckler's probably a guy you trade. Like Justin Jackson is a thing sort of maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I like I'm, I can't complain. I, I, it might just come down to, you know, we talked about Noel having Jones and, and Williams and, and kind of picking the one he didn't trade. Maybe that's what it comes down to is like mm-hmm. I have options to probably trade all four of those guys and then it's just like what scenario I like the best. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. I am, I'm putting I'm... my money on Cup and Harris. Okay. Man, I love Chubb. I love Eckler too. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. Cup, and I hate Harris. But you're right; like he's he makes the most sense to keep. He's the youngest. He probably gets the most work. Ugh. I just I did like the one. Listen, guy I, I know you say option. I know you say I haven't brought you breakfast in for fucking ever, but I just did you the biggest favor of all time, saying that you should keep Najee Harris. Yeah, because now you don't have to be the first guy to say it. Because I know deep down in your bones, you know it's the right thing to do. He's the youngest of the bunch. He's got the more reliable touch load. Like, I don't know. To me, that makes the most sense. Gross. I'll just help you speak it into existence, and you can say you still hate me. It's fine. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, just talking cup for a second. What really made me fall in love with him was a sideline reporter was asking him about, like, a touchdown that he scored. Oh, yeah, it's wild. And... And his like technical explanation. So Corey's seen it. Oh Adiva, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I, I and I think the caption is like, um, Cooper Cup explains football, but like it makes no. Or like I've I've played football for like 15 years, and mm-hmm. I still have no idea what Cooper Cup said. Yeah. And like his explanation was like, what the f-? that was gibberish. No, it was like <laughs> it was like a minute and a half that he just used like. They were in X defense, and the like. This receiver was like blah blah blah. And, like, yeah, this yeah. linebacker was covering and so blah I, blah blah. Yeah, I saw the safety run like a X cross, and I knew he wasn't gonna be like a red flare. Yeah. So I all I had to do was <laughs> was do this red move and, and just like take it to the house. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck does oh, any of that insane. mean? Yeah. Sounds yeah, like a guy yelling about Call of Duty. <laughs> Anyways, it it was like I I knew I loved Cooper Cup. That just yeah. cemented it for me. Maybe you can trade your tight end three since you love him so much. Okay. All right. That, that was a long it. one, but that was we lots of fun. It. Yeah, it was fun. So Thanks for coming we, on. We, yeah. No yeah, two weeks in a row. Corey, is there anything else you want to get off your chest? No. <laughs> this is going to It's This will haunt me forever. It really will. But uh, it, it, is, it is what it is. It is what it is. So... Yeah, I guess the only thing I will say about it is the off-season shows. We don't have anything lined up now. I think uh, Corey needs a nice, long, relaxing vacation from fantasy football for for the time being. Mm -hmm. And then we'll probably... I don't know how many shows we had last off-season, like three three or four. Yeah, kind of when we get bored and want to chat, we'll we'll figure something out. So unless there was like breaking news or kind of closer to the draft, we'll figure it out. 
Yeah. Well, you'll hear so from here, us. Here's the one. Here's the the sad news I'm going to break to you, Corey. Fuck. You're gonna you're gonna get through this off season. You'll be okay. You'll get over the sadness you feel right now. <laughs> I know where this is going. But next season, yeah. if you don't get even close, it'll hit you where it finally dawns on you. Like, man, I don't know when I'm going to get back to one of these things. And that's no. when it's going to eat you. No, I but thought you were this is why close. I thought and you were going to say. Season after season, it'll come back. <laughs> it's just going to eat you'll at think you. It, it'll just eat at you because when, when you get to the show... You have to capitalize on your opportunity because I can tell you the year that I won, I haven't been back. <laughs> so, so that's because you've averaged 70 points a game for those last hey, like three years. Don't hey, turn on each one, other you now. You guys... He's had okay, one Devin, good season. Okay, Devin, what were you going to say? Thinks... <laughs> I was, yeah, where did I you thought, think I was going? I thought you were going to be like, hey, you know when it's going to hit you is like, you know, September, the sun is shining and you – rip open your bag of popcorn and you realize that you can't eat it out of the trophy for another year you know what though looking at the looking at where i'm drafting and stuff this is why this is another reason i I wanted to say i'm keeping carter and and acres because next year like looking at the draft capital and how it's supposed to like i pick 13th and then i don't pick again till the end of the third round Mm -hmm. so i'm like i need to just I need to survive next year, build like a decent team, but my expectations are not like championship next year because there's going to be a couple of wagons, I think, just based on how the picks are moved around. And I think it's only going to get worse when the trades and stuff happen in the offseason because some of those teams, like Devin's, is already going to be a wagon with the two teams. And then he has a third overall pick already too. And then he's going to trade what? Like you said, he's trading Eckler for a first and Cup for a second. Like if that happens, yeah, it's, it's like, like sayonara. Like good night. I'm not like I'm not like literally. I'm not bothering trying to trade any of my other guys. Like I'm just trying to survive next year and build for the future. Yeah, we should probably just go down to like one keeper after this off season, eh? <laughs> this, that seems fair, right? Yeah, one yeah. keeper. Okay, boys. Great season. Oh. Heck of a job. Yeah, good job. You know. Yeah, Congratulations um, to both of you for making the finals. Thank thanks. you. Um, I'm gonna, Obviously, I'm gonna, Corey, it must have been an honor just to be there. Devin, congratulations on winning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to text Megan that I'm mad at her tomorrow. And then... Yeah, she'll have no idea. She'll be like, <laughs> what? Did I say that? Yeah. She was like running off with two hours of yeah, sleep. You know what, Devin? You deserve face. to win. Fuck Corey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right. Yeah, it was basically that. And then like the, and then she did like the uh, Degeneration X, like the Suck It. Yeah. I think that's what she did. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. Okay, well, congrats, Classic dude. Megan. Congrats, dude. All right. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. Okay. Yeah, Love talk you. to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.